is up, everyone? Joe giving you the truth about personal finance. This is Financial Coaching Radio, and I'm your host, Jason Qualls, Certified Financial Planner, one of the only independent commission-free financial advisors in Rutherford County. For all about me, check out Jason Qualls, CFP.com. If you want to jump in and be a part of the show, questions, comments, even if you want to gripe and complain and disagree, click email the show at Financial Coaching. Radio.com. Also, social media links are there. Can be found at jasonqualscfp.com or the website that I just mentioned, financialcoachingradio.com. Now, I was listening the other day to another financial show. And if you've listened to my show in any length of time, I typically have said for many years, I just don't listen to a lot of financial talk radio anymore. I used to, used to love it. Used to get ideas for this show, how to improve, how to things not to do, um, uh, still tricks of the trade, if you might want to call it that. But over the last few years, financial talk radio, for the most part, has in, has evolved into a sales pitch. Nine times out of ten, if you listen to a financial talk radio, and if it's on the weekends, especially on local radio. It is a sales pitch. Now, call us for the free pamphlet. Call us for the free brochure. If you have at least $250,000, we want to hear from you. Get a free report on Social Security. Get a free report on how not to uh, have market risk and outlive your income. All these things. And while you may be sitting there going, well, I've always wondered about that. I've always been scared of that issue. It's been a concern of mine for some time. you got to consider the source and the agenda Typically, these people hosting these shows are financial salespeople. They're insurance agents. They are financial salespeople who sell investment and or financial products on commission, uh, what they're recommending. And that puts a huge conflict of interest between them and you. And their whole deal is to get you in the door with their free whatever they're going to send out to you, get you in a meeting review your investments and tell you how they can protect you from the big bad market by putting you into a complex annuity product where they make a huge commission and supposed to alleviate your fears due to the fact you don't understand exactly what you're doing it all comes down to the cliche or adage whatever you want to call it having your cake and eating it too it just doesn't exist in the financial planning world if i'm being tro- totally honest with you if you want returns on your investments higher than the rate of inflation, you're going to have to tolerate some cons, some negatives, some ups and downs in your investment strategy. There is no one going to be able to guarantee you an investment rate of return higher than the rate of inflation without some sort of fine print, red tape, or other issue conflict of interest where it benefits the company that created the product or the financial advisor selling the product more so than it does for you so the alternative is if you want rates of return again higher than the rate of inflation you're going to have to tolerate sometimes it's up sometimes it's down and you can't be scared of the big bad market because after all, if your investment strategy is totally created based on what you're trying to achieve, you're diversified, you're in low-cost investments, you understand why you're doing what you're doing, you understand that volatility is just a part of it, and you can minimize volatility. You can't eliminate it. If you eliminate volatility altogether, then you're in some sketchy financial product, probably not in your best interest, 
nine times out of ten. Or you're in some type of fixed asset, like a short-term treasury, short-term bond, CD, that type of thing, that has no market risk. It's just not going to pay you a rate of return that's higher than the rate of inflation. So having your cake and eating it too is getting above average or above inflation rates of return with no volatility. It just doesn't work that way. So when you listen to the financial talk radio shows, think about their agenda. That's why on this show, call me, don't call me. Be honored to have a conversation with you about how fee-only financial planning can help your retirement and investing plan. But that's not why I do the show. I don't do the show for that reason at all. It's not a sales pitch. I, I do the show so you have another source of information without someone trying to sell you a book every five minutes. Now, the latest and greatest, whatever they've written by themselves or their children or whoever, their friend that's on the radio with them and push down books down your throat for the last 30 years or come pay to see me at this live event. No no problem with making money. But if you're doing a radio show to self-promote, you're not really doing a radio show to help. You're disguising helping people beyond the curtain of wanting to self-promote and sell your stuff. And as long as you're up for an and most people don't realize that. So the other shows that we, that are out there, besides the ones that want to, one, I should say one, it's all about selling books and live event tickets and this, that, and the other, is they want to convince you that you need them. And you may need, you may need it. Most people listening, if you have assets, more than a certain dollar amount, or you have financial planning issues, you need a financial planner financial advisor, someone that's trusted on your team. But you don't need a financial salesperson. That is the other issue with the shows is that people, you know, call and get our free report on this, that, and the other. They get you in the office and they want to review everything and their heart may very well be in the right place of wanting to help people. But how their business model is set up, they're really screwing people because they have huge conflicts of interest. They overcharge for their services. They put you in investment in annuity products that aren't, the best fit for you you have no way of knowing what's in your best interest because you hired the wrong guy or girl and that's what the show is all about helping you prevent those issues helping you minimize the risk so next time you're like me you're in the car bored nothing on the radio click on over to a financial radio show consider what's their agenda what are they trying to get out of this is it totally to inform me or is it to ultimately get me to buy something? I have nothing to sell you. You know, my fee structure is flat fee, fee only. You know, whatever investment advice I give, take it, don't take it. Doesn't change my compensation. Doesn't change my financial life one way or the other. That is the beauty of fee only financial planning. And fee only is not fee based. Majority of financial planners or advisors are fee based. Means that sometimes they're working on a commission. Sometimes they're managing investments for a fee. That fee just happens to be too freaking high because it's one, one and a half percent or more plus investment cost. And they have all this complexity surrounded around your investment account. And you have no way of knowing if they're doing what's right for you until you hire the right type of advisor. You get away from sales hacks. It's been a long time since I've said that. I'm going to get on my soapbox today. Most advisors in this area, most advisors in the country, really, whether they own it or not, 
They're salespeople. And the big client and the sales, there's nothing wrong with being a salesperson. But a salesperson is trying to get you to take action so they can get paid. And they will skirt sometimes ethics and morality to get you to take action on a financial or investment product that's better for them and their company than it is for you. So fee only, you ain't got to worry about any of that. Hey, come in for a to hire a financial planner, pay them by the hour, pay them a flat fee, pay them a percentage, pay them any way you want to pay them. But whether they tell you to do this or to do that, and if you do it or don't do it, that fee still is paid and it eliminates or minimizes those conflicts of interest. If you want to learn more about that, go to Jason Qualls, CFP.com. And it's been a long time since I said this. You reach out to any third party, any established, credible third party, they're all going to tell you what I just told you today. Be only is the way to go. Be weary, leery. Be very skeptical of any advisor who is not truly fee only and the fiduciary. Jason Qualls, CFP.com is the website. I got a good show lined up for you today. We'll talk a little bit about Bitcoin, estate planning, and the like. What's some of the rules coming up if tax laws change with regards to your estate and wealth plan? This is Financial Coaching Radio. Back with you. Let us hear. Hey, Financial Coaching Radio listeners, if you don't understand exactly how your financial advisor is compensated, you could be in big trouble. My name is Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner. To learn more about why my process is so unique, go to JasonQualsCFP.com or call 878-2134 today. Okay, folks, I've said it before, but I'm going to say it again. If you were my client or a loved one, I would never let you get your wills done online. This is truly a case of where you only get what you pay for, and those you leave behind will be the ones to pay the price. Go see estate planning attorney John Baker today by calling 896-5621 or go to bakercouncil.com. Again, that's 896-5621 or bakercouncil.com. Get the expert estate planning advice you need today. Did you know that the U.S. tax code has over 70,000 pages? This is precisely why you must have a tax expert on your team. The folks at THW CPAs have been providing their expertise to individuals and businesses in Middle Tennessee for over 50 years. And now they have an office right here in Murfreesboro. Call Kevin Sizemore today with THW CPAs at 848-1072. That's 848-1072 or online at THWCPA.com. WGNS and Financial Coaching Radio. Keep smacking the mic. Sorry. It's coming through on your hand. I apologize. Keep smacking the mic around with my face or my hand. This is Financial Coaching Radio. FinancialCoachingRadio.com. Click email the show. I'm your host, Jason Qualls, Certified Financial Planner. Up next, really quickly, 
What's up with the target date funds? What is a target date fund? Are they right for you? And a lot of 401k plans, work retirement plans, target date funds are in there, and they're a good choice for many. Uh, they get a lot of bad press sometimes from some people trying to convince you you don't need to be that simple. You know, I love complexity. I'm an analytical guy. I'm overly analytical on some things, and some things I've just learned to keep it simple. And while there's all this stuff we could all be doing, just complexity, whether it be cryptocurrency or even something as well known as real estate, being a landlord, um, you know, investing in hedge funds or startup, there's all, IPOs. There's a ton of stuff. If we get really greedy and say, "Well, I want more. I want to do better than my the average," greed gets you in trouble. Complexity gets you in trouble. And while I'm all for squeezing as much return out of your investment strategy as we possibly can. I also want you to understand it. And not only that, I've just learned that when you, you mix up complexity that doesn't always turn into results in investments or the lack of transparency and people not quite understanding what they have going on and then you know, whether they're getting results or not, that's a negative, you know, that's an intangible almost I just, you know, I think investing for the most for most people, you know, not doesn't mean every dollar has to be handled this way. It doesn't mean we can't do speculate and do some unique things with a portion of our money, single stocks, IPOs, crypto, whatever. But for the core part of your investment planning strategy, there's nothing wrong with keeping it simple. Simple typically outperforms the complex. What's simple? Target date is a target date fund is simple. It is basically a mutual fund or an ETF that is a basket or a combination or a pre-mixed arrangement of multiple funds. So if it's the XYZ growth strategy fund, it is one fund or ETF, but it may contain under its hood five to 15 maybe even 20 different pieces spread out between u.s and international asset classes like stocks bonds real estate uh, and the like uh, all to create a diversified strategy that you don't have to do it individually so if we're talking about we're just making up an etf with 10 different pieces maybe three different asset classes it has u.s international stocks and bonds whatever and if you, you could buy one fund to accomplish that, one target date fund, or you can buy 10 different pieces. And sometimes, times, in many cases, the individual pieces are better. But if you don't want to mess around with it, because you know the complexity of setting it up on your own is going to be more headache than you think it's worth or actually the results you're, you've been getting, look at a target date fund. Or an asset allocation fund is another name for it, but a target date fund. So you look under your retirement plan, your 401k or whatever, and it says, you know, the Vanguard Target Retirement Fund 2050 or 2040 or 2030. Those are the dates that of your assumed retirement. And the farther you get away from today's year, so 2050 is farther away than 2030. 
The farther away from the current year that we're in, the more aggressive those funds are going to be. The closer we get go out from the current year that we're in, the more conservative those funds are going to be. I mean, they're going to hold more bonds in cash, where the funds farther away are going to hold more stocks as far as the allocation of those asset classes. But as they get closer and closer to that target date, so next year, a 2050 fund or a 2040 fund will become a little bit more conservative as it's getting closer to that date. And it's basically a cookie-cutter, one-size-fits-all way to get diversification, way to get multiple asset classes, way to keep things simple so you don't have to mess with it. Where are they a fit? If you're managing your own money, Certainly, if your employer's 401k plan, in many instances, target date funds are the selection I would make. Not in all cases. Maybe you need to have it reviewed. Are the individual options better than any of the target date funds? Have your financial planner review that for you. And in many cases, the target date funds not only are easier, simpler to understand, they get the job done. Are they perfect? Oh, is anything perfect? This, this is the, the, the harp on it with target date funds or any investment there's no perfect investment there's issues with everything the thing is find the thing that fits you better than anything else you know there's issues with a Roth IRA as great as they are there's issues with with every financial product someone has to be able to look you in the eye and be able to tell you the truth on that but that's true there's issues with regular mutual funds versus exchange traded funds there's issues with a basket of single stocks and a basket of single bonds versus mutual funds there's an issue with the Roth IRA and there's issues with traditional IRAs there's certainly issues with variable annuities and indexed annuities there's issues with fixed annuities and immediate annuities there's issues with cryptocurrency and ETFs that invest in cryptocurrency well, you have to understand the pros, the cons, figure out how it fits in your overall financial plan and your investment strategy, and decide if it's a better fit than anything else. Another good place to use target date funds is small account balances. If you're investing $100 a month starting from zero, you're only going to have a little over $1,200 depending on how much it grows over the course of a year after 12 months of investing. Why do you need to break $1,200 down or $100 down or $10,000 down or $25,000 into 5 or 10 or 15 different pieces and make it harder to keep up with? I said a minimum. Typically $50,000 or less. Let's use a allocation fund, a balance fund, or a target date fund. No, you can you can cut that number off. You go up to a hundred thousand. But you know, there's a point to where you get enough money. And, okay, it makes some sense to do something a little more sophisticated. Key word there, sophisticated. It's not snotty, snooty. You're better than everyone else. It's just we're not going to be over the top simple with a target using a target date fund where our account balance gets over a certain limit. Sophisticated doesn't mean complex that is all another thing about target we're a target date fund i think is here's what people need to be talking about and i don't ever read a financial planning article or investment article on target date funds that go into this issue it's spending your money 
while a target date fund may be good for accumulating money, I didn't say the best. Don't confuse it. Pretty, you know, maybe pretty good at accumulating money and keeping things simple. An asset allocation or a balance fund may be good at for accumulating money and keep, keeping things simple and diversified and low cost. It doesn't really work very well when it time, it's time to spend your money. And the reason for that is, if you own an allocation fund or a balance fund or a target date fund, there's multiple asset classes in that fund multiple funds in that fund if you sell put a sell order in to generate some cash to take out some income so you can live you're selling everything all at once no matter if it's up or down you have no control so if your target date fund has u.s stocks international stocks u.s bonds international bonds and maybe some real estate small companies big companies across the board of all asset classes and you need to generate $12,000 so you can live over the next 12 months so the cash is ready and available for you to withdraw you put in an order you're selling every asset class that's in the target date fund every asset class or holding that's in the allocation fund you have no control and I think when you're in spending mode retirement distribution mode is the term that we financial planners like to use retirement distribution planning I don't think target date funds, asset allocation funds work there. Again, if we're talking about small account balances, you're probably not going to be able to retire. So we're talking about you don't have larger balances, break it into pieces, having individual pieces and holdings of the right type of investments that's for you is better. But in many instances, many, not all, doesn't mean it should be your go-to, but target date funds are okay. Not the end-all be-all. Nothing is. That's that's the key takeaway. Kind of occurred to me. Nothing is the end all be all. There's very few definites in the financial planning and investing world. If a financial planner or advisor says never, never do this, always do. Maybe for a large part of the population, but not everyone. What's right for me may not be right for you. And vice versa. All right, this is Financial Coaching Radio. I'm Jason Qualls, certified financial planner. Stick around. have a financial plan? I'm not talking about a worthless binder full of pretty charts and graphs. Are you certain you're on track to reach all your financial goals? A comprehensive financial plan is about so much more than just your IRA and mutual funds. It involves risk management, tax planning, professional investment management, retirement and estate planning. Make sure your entire financial life is in order by calling me, Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner at 878-2134. Or go to my website, jasonquallscfp.com. Buying a house is stressful, and so is shopping for a mortgage. Take my advice and get a second opinion on the mortgage for your new home or your refinance. Not all banks and mortgage companies are created equal. Trust me on this. Call my friend Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Great team, great process, and the best rates. Marshall Spark with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885.
back to the one show giving you the truth about personal finance. This is Financial Coaching Radio. I'm your host, Jason Qualls, certified financial planner. No books to sell, certainly not pushing any live event tickets, because we don't do that around here. We'll leave that to the other shows. Not going to peddle financial products, because I'm not a financial salesperson, and no one else typically really is on this show either. We're all about have helping you make better money decisions. Let's talk about what's up with the estate tax planning laws. How's it going to affect you? Probably not going to affect you unless you're on the upper end of wealth. And I hope by listening to the show, you're trying to get there. And it never hurts to know what some of the rules are, just whether they impact you or not, uh, to know how stupid some of the politicians actually are. And I'm not one of the people that believes that, you know, everyone on the right is just right and everyone on the left is just wrong. Uh, there's stupid people across all walks of life and all parties and all uh, beliefs or uh, uh, ideologies. That's just what I believe. You know, there's no matter what politicians ever been in office, no matter who's running, they tell lies. They, they tell lies. They say a bunch of crap that they don't. They have never in, intending to follow through with. Or maybe they're not capable of following through. And um, it's just really who is, I guess, the lesser of two evils, if that's even a thing. That's not even a th- the way politicians are today, I think they all are just, are just terrible. So to help you understand, it can help you to understand some of the law pr- proposed, can't speak, proposed law changes coming down the way for estate tax planning. Uh, one of the issues that this is going to happen at some point, whether it just happens because Trump tax laws expire at the end of 2025 or the laws get changed prior to that time. But the federal estate tax exemption is about $12 million per person, meaning if you're worth, worth under $12 million, you don't have an inheritance or estate tax or your estate won't have so one. Uh, they want to drop that down to about $6 million. They're going to cut it in half. That's probably going to happen. Should it happen? Maybe, maybe. It doesn't really matter. You know, either do away with the dang inheritance tax or estate tax or you know, let's keep the amount fixed. Whatever it is. You go from $1 million to $5 million to $12 million to $6 million to $2 million. It's just something to bitch about, right? Something to complain about. Something to argue about like it matters to most Americans. It just doesn't. It matters to people who have more than $12 million or $5 million who it matters for. And you should be striving towards that. You're striving towards a net worth more than a million, more than five million. Changes to grantor trust rules. Now, this is a big one. Estate planning, grantor trust is what uh, is a big tool that's used. And I won't get into the details of exactly how all this works, but the proposed legislation would require the inclusion in the grantor's estate of the value of all assets held in the grantor trust. It's basically saying, you can have a grantor trust all you want. It's not going to matter. <laughs> of course. Only the government. Uh, all distributions from a grantor trust to a beneficiary other than the grantor and the grantor spouse will be treated as taxable gift from the grantor. If a grantor chooses to turn off the grantor trust, it's not a grantor's, right? Grantor trust powers during his lifetime, therefore commuting the trust into a non-grantor trust. The proposed legislation would treat such action as an additional gift of assets. Some big changes there. This is not just because of these changes or proposed changes. You gotta stay on top of your financial plan. You gotta stay on top of your estate plan. Review your financial plan regularly, once a year, with your financial planner, maybe more if you have changes. 
first life life changes life happens right people pass away people get divorced people get married people have kids kids grow up all that stuff uh but you got to review your estate plan i think every couple years you got to stay on top of this stuff spousal lifetime access trust is another tool used in inheritance tax planning Uh, they're proposing uh, is that what it is is a trust set up for a grantor to benefit his or her spouse um, let's see if a spousal lifetime access trust is established after the date of enactment of the proposed law it will likely be included in the grantor to stay to his or death so they're basically doing away with that too this is a huge one irrevocable life insurance trust used to hold life insurance why are they important because Maybe I have a $3 million net worth and I need $3 million of life insurance because I got umpteen kids and I got a wife and a big mortgage and a lot of debt. That life insurance, if it's not inside an irrevocable life insurance trust, is included in my taxable inheritance tax to state. This removes the life insurance from my estate. They could be getting rid of the ability to do that. Is it smart? Is it not smart? It's just, why? My deal is Why? We could debate all day long whether these changes are going to benefit anyone, benefit the country, get more tax dollars flowing in. But the issue is, aren't there just more important crap to be focusing on than this stuff? You really worried about irrevocable life insurance trust? Come on, man. Fix Social Security. Fix Medicaid or Medicare. <sighs> Lots of changes could be coming down the way. So if the law passes, the new tax law, where is it called? It'd be called uh, Build Back Better Act. Wow. <laughs> Build Back Better Act. Build whatever. If it passes, you're going to want to get with your tax professional, your financial planner, your quarterback of all things investment in the state and tax planning, and maybe your attorney to see if there's an update that needs to happen. That is all for that segment. We'll be back at you. Close out the show right after this. Make sure you keep it locked in right here on WGNS. Because I'm how much are your investments costing you each year? Most people don't have a clue. Why is this extremely important? Because overpaying by just 1% a year in fees and expenses can reduce your account balance at retirement by 28%. You heard me right. 28% less at retirement. I'm commission-free, certified financial planner, Jason Qualls. I don't sell financial products. I don't accept commissions or kickbacks from investment companies. Give me a call today for a free unbiased investment review at 878-2134 or visit my website, jasonquallscfp.com. A recent undercover study found that over 89% of paid tax preparers made mistakes. You heard me right, over 89%. Is your tax person making mistakes? Tax mistakes cost you money and may even lead to an IRS audit. I recommend you get a second opinion on your tax return today by calling Tothero Helen Welch CPAs at 848-1072. Tothero Helen Welch has been providing tax services to individuals and businesses for over 50 years. So call them today at 848-1072 or go to thwcpa.com. Back to the one show, giving you a the truth about personal finance. Listen to the show anytime, anywhere at financialcoachingradio.com. Click archives, get a long list of all the past shows. 
Again, financialcoachingradio.com. Click archives. Uh, some things to check out uh, in your off-the-air reading. Cryptocurrency in your estate plan. If you hold cryptocurrency, figure out how that e- impacts your estate plan, what you got to do about it, how to handle it, how to protect it, how to pass it on. Uh, you may need uh, some type of special uh, planning for that. Michael Jordan, most famous athlete probably to ever exist, certainly one of the best basketball players to ever play the game. He's making a little bit of investment in financial tech, and it has to do with estate planning. Check out that information. Obviously, a quick Google search will find it. Uh, he's a billionaire, and obviously, he wants to make more money, but he believes in this company. And it has to do with estate planning. Estate planning is not going anywhere. It's important. It's a vital part of your financial plan. All right, I'm Jason Qualls, Certified Financial Planner. Look me up online, jasonqualscfp.com. I am one of the only independent, fee-only, commission-free, certified financial planners in Rutherford County. jasonqualscfp.com. I'm out of here. Appreciate you listening today and every day. We'll be back with you next time. But for now, keep it locked in right here on WGNS, more local talk. Thank you very much.